Welcome to my house again. Hey, it's really great to be here, Erin. Thank yeah. you for having me. You're welcome. I'm glad you could join us on the 94th episode of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be anything without it. What? Oh, no. Nope. Well, it wouldn't be anything <laughs> without me is what I meant to say. <laughs> You're not wrong. It would just be you talking to no one. And let's face it, that's lame. I mean, it's a little crazy. <laughs> Damn! I cannot believe how many different setup iterations we've done in the last, like, mm, I don't know, three months. Yeah. For this fucking podcast. Yeah. So this one is just another installation of let's see if this shit will work together. If it sounds better. <laughs> well, and we kind of mentioned it on our Patreon that we just released yesterday. What? But, you know, we fucking know that our sound quality has been all over the place lately. And so we're trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the shed is still being worked on. So sometimes we don't record in there. And when we do, it's super echoey. So we have to fix that. And right now I'm at Aaron's house again, like the OG style and we're using a new program and just you know our lives are changing so much there's a lot happening right now guys there is so much happening yeah which is a great segue to break the news this is true okay so we're quitting the podcast no <laughs> well okay first of all i was on the fucking verge of quitting the podcast i aaron really was i had to talk her off a ledge yeah stacy had to talk me off the ledge and We came to a compromise of, guys, fucking life has been all over the goddamn place recently. Oh, God. So bad. And I was, I I just, I had to edit everything. There was research, and then I have fucking kids, and then just shit outside, and then work, and everything happened, and I was like, I'm fucking over it. I don't even want to edit. And then we got a new program, and I was like, sure, let me learn this new fucking program in a day and a half (laughs) to figure this shit out. And it took a thousand years to edit an episode that normally takes me like, I don't know, a night. (laughs) So She literally, the podcast has been her life for like two months at least, because we keep like shit recording the night before, and then you spend an entire day editing, and then you have to research again the following day and then spend a whole night recording it's like we didn't we haven't been getting any downtime for ourselves yeah and we haven't been treating ourselves kindly no we haven't so (laughs) i will take full responsibility for our new fucking what would you call this uh layout layout recipe yeah system of our podcast yes Ladies and gentlemen, tell me about it. We are only going to do one story uh-huh. per episode for, I mean, hopefully not for that long, but we'll see how it goes. Let us catch our breaths and get yeah. our heads above water. But exactly. So each week, only one of us will tell a story. And that way, the other person gets a break from research. So we have at least one night off because it's either that or Aaron's going to quit the podcast. So- it's either that or I'm going to burn everything down. <laughs> so I'll burn down the goddamn shed. I will burn down my laptop. I'm oh well I was over it you fucking brought me back and I was like okay so this week Stacy researched and she's gonna tell me a story and all I have to do is sit here and be enthralled by her fucking storytelling exactly. abilities exactly <laughs> and if you hate it when I tell stories tune in next week when Aaron tells the story <laughs> oh my gosh I feel so bad because whenever I listen to podcasts I don't like it when things change you know like if they have a guest I'm like get the fuck out of here I this know. isn't what I want to listen to I know so I don't want to do that to our listeners but also, I can't let you take all the blame, Aaron, because I haven't really talked about it on the podcast 
at all. But um, I mentioned that my dad was sick and in the hospital. And unfortunately, recently he passed away. And so life has been fucking shit. Yeah. Like shit. And I've been just trying to power through and pretend like everything's great on the podcast and everything. But like both of our worlds are burning to the ground Mm -hmm. and we're just trying to bring some fun entertainment to you guys. (laughs) Yeah. We just need to be able to Take a fucking day, yeah. literally yeah. one day, yeah. <laughs> and do nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. But also, I would be really sad if you quit, only because I genuinely enjoy getting together and hearing the story, like hang out with you, 100%. and then the stories. I'm like, what? Yeah. And I, I do too. In. <laughs> I do too. I do too. And I tried to talk to Brandon because I was like, he'll talk me off the ledge, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's this, what he's here for. Yeah, this will be fine. And so I like laid everything out and I was complaining to him like, you know, a fucking wife is supposed to like, yeah. everything sucks and this is shit. Make it better. <laughs> and I'm over it. And he was like, well, sounds like you're ready to quit the podcast. You guys had a good run. And I was like, it's not what I needed. So I had to text you like, help. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that sounds awful. I will edit everything. Everything. I will research everything. I've got the podcast. Go away and relax. And then I was really behind the scenes like, I got a lot of shit going on. This is going to suck. Yeah, but I, I was just going to power through for the next couple of days. Just die and live your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like such an asshole because I'm like, my life is shit. I have work and kids, which you do too on both of those. <laughs> and I have to edit stuff, which fucking I signed up for this. Dude, I have to research. So do you. Never and, feel bad. Uh, we have to record. So do you. And you're over here like, yeah, no, my life is totally fine. (laughs) I'll do it. It's fine. Let's go. No, don't feel bad because fucking you are experiencing your life and it could be the exact same intensity that I'm experiencing it. Like our feelings are totally separate and different and I get it. And if shit is that bad, I would never want you to be unhappy and like just power through and keep doing it just because you're like, well, I don't want to let anyone down. Fuck that. You do you, boo-boo, and I'm here to support you. All right, Nostradamus. Also, (laughs) also, uh, if you ever quit editing for a long period of time, I would quit the podcast. <laughs> I suck at it. It takes me 500 years. Yeah, it's listen, it's hard sometimes. It's hard with this new program because I'm like, oh, my God, but I can make it sound so much better. <laughs> so, so I'm then, going to. Yeah, I want to do that. But then it fucking takes a thousand years. So yeah, listen, there's a, a new fucking setup is what we're saying. There's yep. a new layout for the podcast. Don't need a new setup. If the sound still sucks, we're still working on it. Yeah, we tested this a million times, and this was our most okay one. And uh, I'm sure Aaron's going to edit it, and then I'm going to listen to my car, and I'll be like, it sounds like shit. <laughs> still sounds like shit. And it'll sound different next week. We are trying. Yeah, yeah, it literally will. And then when we get in the shed, it's going to sound different again. So, uh, Which we have a whole setup for that coming along. Yeah. Thanks, but, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, right. And it should be here today. But yeah. Listen. Bear with us. We're yes. fucking trying. We love you guys. And we just are trying to find a balance in our life because we love the podcast, too. And we don't want to give it up. But we just need some breathing room. Both yeah. of us. So we're going to make that happen. We're making ourselves happy. And yep. I hope you guys will understand. I think that Aaron and I are going to try our best to, you know, dig a little deeper into each of our cases each yeah. week. So that if I'm researching this week, I'll try to make it a little longer. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you get balls deep in a story and you're like, that is where it ended. Yeah. <laughs> and then died okay so we'll just speculate wildly <laughs> to try to give you the same amount of time of content <laughs> yeah listen nobody's here for the facts you oh, guys are no, here for no. our fucking shit hole of a story on it half the time people are giving us the facts after <laughs> literally <laughs> they're like actually they solved this three years ago <laughs> we're like oh interesting <laughs> oh my theory was wildly what off. were your keywords when you were googling <laughs> 
<laughs> They're like, I didn't have to Google, bitch. I listen to all the fucking stories I all know, the right? time. Okay. Oh, man. So, so we love you guys. That's, yes. that's the podcast's goddamn. Yeah, that is the podcast goddamn. All right, Erin, give me your other goddamn, your um, podcast goddamn. My other goddamn is that my husband is trying to fucking sell my body. Oh, uh, hold the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Well, he apparently was like, uh, did you know that you could be a surrogate for someone and they'll pay you money? And I was like, yeah, I'm well aware. Yeah, I have a uterus. They try to get me all the time. Yeah, I was aware of that fact. Thank you. And I've already looked into it. Yeah. And he, he was literally like, oh, well, what do you think? Like, we could do that, blah, blah. And I was like, I think they give you like... I think it was between like thirty five and sixty five thousand dollars. Yeah, when I looked, I thought it was like I don't know. For some reason, I want to say thirteen, but that sounds like not nearly enough. So maybe oh, like thirty. No. <laughs> yeah. See, I think it's like thirty five. But yeah. Uh, and so I told him that, and he's like, No, 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 no. Like it has to be more than that. Like we'll get more. And basically, he wants I'll get to be more. <laughs> he wants to be my fucking pimp on the body. So if you guys. <laughs> If anybody wants to put their fucking baby inside me, apparently oh my agent is taking numbers. <laughs> Dear God, no. I can't have you pregnant again and not drinking with me. Again, especially in times like these. I know. I know. I need a non-pregnant bestie. I told him I would only entertain offers $100,000 and up. So <laughs> it don't seems reasonable. me with those low balls. Oh, my God. I don't know if there's any amount of money that would make me do it again. Which, I mean, it's amazing people do that for yeah. others. It's not about the surrogacy. It's about I don't want a baby be inside of me ever again literally yeah it's that and i was telling brandon i'm like okay but i can't eat fucking fish i can't yeah. eat cookie dough yeah. i can't eat sushi i can't eat right? which is fish yeah <laughs> i caught you i can't drink beer or champagne or all this fucking shit that i want to have like i can't do all the things and he was like i know so what's your bottom line and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not listening by the way i want to apologize because there's probably people listening who are dying to get fucking pregnant and we're over here well i'm over here being yeah. like i never want a baby inside of me again that's so goddamn ungrateful and shitty of me to say. So I really apologize if that offended anybody. Well, true. Okay. I'm being super sarcastic too because if I had somebody come to me, like I think it would take for me, for me, for me, if take, my friend came to me and was like, yeah. yo, I can't have a yeah. baby. Can you hold this? I'd be like, yeah. I Exactly. I was going to say, I think it'd be more of an emotional charge, you know, or like, you know, emotional payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like if I feel intrinsically valued, <laughs> Then I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do it. But I mean, if it was just some stranger and they were like, I have eight kids of my own, but I don't want to carry another kid. Will you carry mine? I'd be like, eh, mm. like 500,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Right. And I, they'd be like, I got a better uterus for a better price over here. And I'd be like, deuces. Deuces. You don't need mine then. It'll Enjoy be fine. that uterus. Yeah. I'm this pretty one sure. Fuck my- your shit up. <laughs> right. Oh, listen, I'm not vegan. I'm not anything. I will still eat junk food all I the time. I use deodorant, which evidently has aluminum in it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to use deodorant and I'm going to sometimes I might get fucking deep fried sushi because yeah. I just want that fake shit in yeah. my face. Right? I use Teflon pans. <laughs> I live a risky lifestyle, bitches. Apparently, yeah. It's not the most sanitary environment, but no, it'll no. get the job done. My apparently. kids are cool, though. Yeah, yeah, it gets the job done, you know? So, oh. listen, if anybody really needs a surrogate, uh, talk to my agent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Evidently, he's booking gigs, like interviews. Uh, t- tell me what you look for in a uterus. <laughs> well, not one like that. So, <laughs> not one that's 
going to do that. But like I said in the Patreon, I don't really get emotionally attached to the thing growing inside of me. So I'll totally be like, here you go. Oh, my God. I know. I think that would be hard for me not to like necessarily be attached emotionally to that thing inside of me. Like this one is mine because I think the whole time I'd be like, oh, I understand that this isn't mine. Yeah. But I think for the rest of its life, I'd just be like, you're so special. You're, you're, you're just different. You came you, from my womb. You don't know. I don't think I would ever say that because as a mom, I would never want like my friend to circle around and be like, you came from me. I'd be like, no, no, no. this is between us. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's a big secret. I would like <laughs> super favor the kid. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'd and I'd like, always like stalk them even yeah. if I wasn't like friends with the people anymore or yeah. whatever. I'd like yeah. stalk their kid. Yeah. Slash my uterus's kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like weird. I don't know. I, but they give you counseling for that shit. So, you know. So I don't that. think I would need it. I think I'd just be like, yeah, no, here you go. Take it. <laughs> yeah. I want to sleep now. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. That feels better. <laughs> well, shit, man. Uh, could you give me like a solid month's notice if that's what you're going to do? Don't spring it on me like I'm pregnant with somebody else's baby. I'm not going to say congratulations. Yeah. No, I'll give you like a thousand bucks. That should cover okay. the me not drinking with <laughs> yeah. you for nine months. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it, but I really hope you don't follow through with this for selfish reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All oh right, Stacy, give me your goddamn. Okay, so uh, recently, due to everything fucking crumbling and burning down in my life, mm-hmm. the other day I was drinking some wine, which I drink all the time now, <laughs> which is a very healthy life choice. Yeah. Uh, drinking some wine, and I noticed that my lip kind of hurt, and I felt it, and there's a blister because I got like Ooh. herpes simp- simplex too, or yeah. whatever the shit is. You get those uh, canker those sores. Canker sores, yeah. Okay. My dentist called them ulcers, by the way. I was like, I like that word better. Yeah, it sounds way. <laughs> like medical and cooler but yeah it's, i have herpes all over my mouth <laughs> okay just kidding I, I had a canker sore and but it was the beginning of one you know how like sometimes they blister mm-hmm. or maybe they always blister and i never catch the blister i only notice after it's an ulcer <laughs> yeah and i felt it blistering and i was like god damn it i'm about to get a canker sore because it happens when you're stressed or when you eat spicy foods or whatever yep and i haven't had them in forever but i think life is just like oh you want zits here you go mm-hmm. you want your hair to start falling out also there's that yeah, you're going through some shit right yeah. now. Your body's like, hey, guess what? Fuck quitting. Off. Yeah. yeah, my body's quitting on me. Sleep more and drink water, bitch. Yeah, and I'm like, I have to none of those options. <laughs> Where's my water? I'm just going to cry it all out. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> I felt the little blister in my mouth, and I was like, fuck, leave that alone, because yeah. that's going to be a goddamn nightmare. Well, I got drunk, and I t- fucked with it all the time, so it got worse, right? Mm-hmm. Next morning, I wake up, and I accidentally bite it. So now the blisters popped and I have a canker sore and I'm fucking pissed because I did it. Because that's never fun. No, no. Even if you bite your tongue or your lip, you're pissed. Bite a canker sore, life is over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I like I should just take myself out right now because (laughs) end it. End it all. It feels like. Exactly. (laughs) So now my lip is throbbing and I'm all pissy. And I like yelled and Lee said, what's wrong? Because we were working together. We're roommates and office mates (laughs) and everything right now. God damn it. (laughs) And so uh, he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just bit my fucking canker sore. Like super pissed. And he's like, oh, I hate it when that happens. Like two minutes later, I like go over. I'm walking by him and he's like putting his fingers to his lips like, come give me a smooch. Mm -hmm. And I lean down and this motherfucker Mm -hmm. (laughs) sucks my lip in when he gives me a kiss to like bite it like, love you. You know, like the little. Yeah. I, he bit my fucking canker sore. First of all, motherfucker sucked on my ulcer. First of all, not only did you bite your canker sore, somebody else bit my motherfucking canker sore. I almost popped him across the head and he jumped off so fast. It was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh my God. Ah, Like the rage inside of me. Oh no. I was pissed. (laughs) 
like, you just licked my canker sore. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, I, for some reason, not only was I pissed at him for doing that, I looked at him like the most disgusting creature in this world <laughs> you for are licking a wound. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god. I was like, you are so gross. And he was just trying to be cute and be like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Get oh that my cute god. shit out of here. And then I bit it again later and I was just like, this is gonna be my goddamn. I keep biting my fucking lip. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's just a raw ass sore. And then I pull it down to show Lee and he's like, Oh, it's a baby one. I'm like, motherfucker, it feels like my lip is gonna fall off. Yeah. It's not a fucking baby one. Uh, it's a thousand it's they're all horrible. Yeah. Equally horrible. Yes. All canker sores suck. They do. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Anyway, I survived it, though. Well, congratulations. I'm I mean, glad. it's already healing, so. Yeah, that's good. Maybe he did me a favor by, like, debriding it. Yeah. <laughs> by the way. Yeah? I asked my dentist why you get those, and he was like, I mean, you don't really know, but probably stress is, like, their most likely Triggered. fucking trigger. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I never once put this together, but my mom used to tell me that I would get them because I didn't eat enough vegetables. That and bitch. so I told my dentist <laughs> that, like thinking that was a normal thing. And he just started laughing like, your mom's a smart lady. And I was like, son of a bitch. I've been hoping my whole fucking life. I'm like, I got a canker, so I better fucking chat on some broccoli. <laughs> oh my gosh. You did you a favor though. I know, right? I love it when you find those things. And it's always like halfway through saying it that you're like, that's, that was a lie. My yeah. whole life, isn't it? No, brownies don't go out of season. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Oh, shit. All right, ladies, should we get started on this? Yeah, do you think everybody listening is like, God damn, this one's a downer? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it's fine, because my fucking uterus is going on for sale. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, guys, that's so fun. Her uterus is for sale. <laughs> okay, so to start, our new little, you know... Routine? Yeah, with the fucking recipe, I keep calling it, which I just want to punch myself in the face every time I say recipe, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I am going to tell you a story this week, Erin. Yeah, you are. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay, so this week, I'm going to tell you about Holly Michelle Cruson. Oh, this two first name having motherfucker. Yeah. So Holly was born August 27th, 1971 in La Mesa, California. <gasps> 1971? Uh-huh. Mm, different year. Totally and a different year. day, but close to Brandon's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Very close to us, though, because that's one of the cities that just fucking got burned to the ground because yeah. of the riots. Yeah. Okay, so she lived in La Mesa, California, and her mother's name was Gwen and her father's name was Howard. Okay. She had four other siblings, one sister and three brothers. And Ooh. her family was like really big on performing and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like they were like a showbiz family. All right. We're in the biz, bitches. Out here in La Mesa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're like, you know, close enough to be like, I could drive to Hollywood. Yeah. But they're doing like on Broadway La Mesa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're in like, um, what's the... The, like, Peter Pan Theater, whatever the fuck they call it around here. Uh, it's, like, Christian Youth Theater. I can't yeah, remember what I have it's no called. idea. Yeah, I have no idea. But, yeah, they probably were involved in those. You're, like, I have no idea. And I'm, like, I wanted to be in it so bad. <laughs> I want to be in, I want to be a star. <laughs> Mother, I'm going to be a star. Okay, so, like I said, family in the entertainment business. Um, Her grandmother was a professional singer. Ooh. And a pianist. A pianist? A pianist. Mm. And she had big dreams. Holly, not her grandmother. Okay. Uh, Holly had big dreams of making it big in Hollywood someday and becoming <gasps> that an actress. Named Holly? She Actually, like, she was named Holly because her mom loved... It's so weird that I know this. It is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot of shit on this. Uh, she, her name was Holly because her mom loved Christmas. So... Oh. 
they named or she named her like Christmas things. And then her other sister's name was Tiffany, but the middle name was Noel because she loved oh. Christmas so much. Mm. Okay, mm. okay. Literally don't know anybody else's name. <laughs> but you're like, okay, so Christmas was a big deal for them. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> Sounds like it. Her mom loved fucking Christmas. Not fucking Christmas, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she wanted to be a big actress someday. Okay. And as she grew up, her family started to like put her in beauty pageants and dance competitions and shit. And her mom says that she always kind of like put her on a pedestal, kind of like favored her, dolled her up, gussied her up, trying to like, you know, go make a big girl mm-hmm. kind of thing. She was a beauty pageant kid. Exactly. She was the shining star. Ooh, okay. Um, and they pushed her to compete in all these contests and shit and to be the best that she could be. And she won a lot of shit. She was pretty damn good. Okay. Everything was going fine. She was fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Until at the age of 11. Uh-oh. She was molested by a family friend. Oh, son of a bitch. Fuck, man. That sucks. Fucking Uncle Eddie. Right? <laughs> Playing a risk in the closet. <laughs> Uncle Diddles over here. Oh, God this damn motherfucker. It. Okay, so this is when she starts to take a turn. And she didn't want to do beauty pageants anymore. She didn't want to go to her dance competitions. Instead, all she wanted to do was, like, fucking rebel and go against what her parents were saying. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to be pretty. That gets me touched. Exactly. I wonder if that's why. I think like, that's I why a lot of them. Yeah. Like, I don't want any more that. attention. Yeah. Okay. So her parents end up getting a divorce because times were getting hard. And uh, Holly continued to spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. She started to use and abuse drugs. Mm. And she eventually dropped out of high school. Oh, damn. If she wasn't in school, then she had to work, right? Like, mm, got to get me a job. So she got a job working at the local casino, Viejas. Ooh. And okay. yeah, you know where this is. I I'm do. just naming off all these things that we're aware of. Yeah, I've um, been there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she worked at Viejas and also like various bars around town as a cocktail waitress. Okay. Cocktails, get your cocktails. Cocktails. Which I I'm guessing she's 21 at that point if you're serving cocktails, but I don't know laws back in like fucking 80 something. Yeah, mid 80s. Yeah. Just to explain like her, what she looked like and all that shit. Mm-hmm. She was 110 pounds. Ooh. She was five feet three. And she had curly blonde hair and hazel eyes. Oh, my God. She so sounds she, gorgeous. Yeah, she was really, really real, real purdy. I mean, mm-hmm. she was a beauty pageant lady. Yeah. She often joked that if she met and married a man with the last name of Wood, her name would be Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So you were on to something there. However, instead of meeting a man with the last name Wood, she met a man by the name of Jack Sutton. And mm. he was much older than Holly. Mm. But the pair began to date. Okay. Jack turns out not to be the greatest guy. I could kind of (laughs) tell. Yeah. And he was known to be pretty aggressive. Mm -hmm. He and Holly would argue and he would often get physical and abuse her. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. And the beatings would be so severe that the cops would get called. And he was actually arrested several times for beating her. Oh, shit. Not good. No, that's horrible. Fuck you, Jack. Fuck you, Jack. So after these beatings, she would always leave him, and she would go live with her mother in La Mesa or at her father's house in San Diego. Okay. But whenever Jack would get out of jail, and he'd always come back, and he'd be, like, really apologetic, Mm -hmm. and she would always take him back. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to give you that black eye. I was drunk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so she was smitten with him, and she always took him back. Mm Mm-hmm. 
It was like they were going through this like twisted cycle where they would fight, he would hit her, they would break up, and she would seek shelter from her parents. And then once he cooled off, she would take him back, that whole thing. Gross. We're familiar with it. So as we're not. No, no, no. I mean like with these stories, we <laughs> okay, are familiar yeah, with yeah. it. I was like, like, I don't think I've ever experienced that. I'm like, Erin, this is the time to tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. I need to sleep on your couch. <laughs> Every once in a while I go to my mom's house. Yeah. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> Jesus. He'll apologize later. Yeah, but same old song and dance. I got it. Exactly. Okay, so as their relationship grew with time, Gwen and Howard, Holly's parents, mm-hmm. they began to see less and less of Holly. And Jack was, like, sort of isolating her from her friends and family, and it would be increasingly difficult to get a hold of her, which is not a good sign. No. In February of 1995, Holly had stopped in to visit her mother at her print shop. Ooh. Yeah, I knew that is would get your... life? <laughs> I know. I knew this would get your attention. Just so you know, I think it was called, like, Prince by Gwyn or something like Ooh, that. I don't I know if you it. know where that's at. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no fucking clue. <laughs> Haven't heard of them. They're probably not in business any longer. <laughs> probably not. I don't know, though. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so Holly stops in to see her mom at her mom's print shop, and then on March 4th, she stopped by her father's house in San Diego, and then no one heard from her for a really, 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 really long time, right? Okay. So after several weeks of, like, no way to get a hold of Holly, her mom kept calling, her dad kept calling, she wasn't picking up the phone, couldn't really get in contact with, like, Jack or anything. Yeah. Gwen decides to reach out to several of her friends and ask if they've seen her recently. Mm -hmm. So all of her friends were like, no, I haven't seen her in a really long time. And so Gwen starts to get nervous. She's like, oh, shit, something's wrong. Yeah. So she reaches out to the police and she reports Holly missing. However, Holly is like a grown-ass woman at this point, and the police are like, there's literally no sign of foul play or struggle or anything like that, so we can't open a missing persons report on her, and she's an adult, and if she doesn't want to talk to you or reach out to you, then that's her choice. Yeah, she doesn't have to. Yeah. And her mom was like, yeah, no, I'm not taking that for an answer. And so she prints out... Like, thousands of flyers with her daughter's face on it. Mm-hmm. And she, because she's got a print shop, man, she could do that shit. Hell yeah. And she distributed them around the neighborhood, asking for leads as to where her daughter might be. Like, hey, have you seen her? Yeah. So the flyers worked because she would send them out and then people would be like, oh, I have some news. Like, I think I saw her here. Ooh. And they would call her mom. And so yeah. her mom would follow up on every single lead to try to find Holly. Wow. So two years go by. God damn. And she's following up on these leads and they're all coming to dead ends. Dude, two years? You think the cops would be like, I guess I'll look. Right? Like, oh, this is a little suspicious. Oh, also her boyfriend was abusive sometimes. And we have record of that because he's been in our jail a few times. Yeah, maybe let's check him out again, right? Yeah. Okay, so the police are like, all right, maybe she didn't just run away. But two years later, they're yeah. finally like, yeah, okay, well, I guess I'll look. <laughs> right? And they're like, okay, something bad might have happened to her, so let's start an investigation. Yeah. So they start looking at Jack, the, like, crappy, abusive boyfriend. hmm And uh, they bring him in for questioning, and he agrees to take a polygraph test. Okay. Proving, like, without a doubt that he had no idea where Holly was. He was telling the truth, whatever, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to talk to the cops and straighten this whole thing out. Exactly. He's like, give me a polygraph test. I have no fucking clue where she's at. You're going to do 25 to life. (laughs) Exactly. So they give him the polygraph test and surprise, he passes with flying colors. Ooh. So the police are like, dang it, it wasn't him. And they rule him out as a suspect. He's had two years to like emotionally distance himself from this to where I feel like his heart rate wouldn't go up anymore. Right? And also like... I cannot imagine what kind of evidence you have two years after the fact. Yeah, right? Like, and nobody had last contact with her other than 
evidently Jack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, her mom doesn't know. She's like, I talked to her on the 4th of March or whatever, you know, or in yeah. February sometime. And her dad's like, I talked to her sometime after that in March. But, like, you don't have any... Nothing. There's no physical evidence. There's nothing. Yeah. Like, you got nothing to go by. And Jack's just like, I haven't seen her. I don't know. Yeah. What are you going to ask? Yeah. So yeah. it's fucking mind blowing. Okay. So they rule him out as a suspect, right? Oh, my God. So years go by without any leads or new information. And then on August 17th, 2001, mm-hmm. which is Holly's 30th birthday, <gasps> a San Diego newspaper ran an article about her disappearance. Ooh. And a local psychic by the name of Joyce read the article and claimed that she started to receive information regarding Holly's whereabouts. Like psychically? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like she started to get these visions. Okay. And so. I want to call bullshit so bad, but like, I I guess I've had some people experience some shit near me that I'm like, maybe. (laughs) Okay. Maybe. I know. Right. Okay. So the psychic calls Gwen and is like, hey, this is the information I started to get. Yeah. I saw flashes of Holly in a hospital gown and that she's somewhere in a place called Marymount that was in a town called Marysville or Kenwood. Alive? Yes. The psychic said that she was alive. Holly fled and disappeared to get away from her abusive boyfriend. Okay. And that Holly had actually been involved in an accident involving a drunk driver. And has amnesia. Exactly. I don't know about amnesia. I think it was that she was like in a coma or something. Like she was in a long-term care facility in a coma. You know, she's still alive, though. Okay. And so three months after this happens, because, you know, Gwen's like, okay, that's really great information. I still don't know, like, where she's at. Like, you just said that. Yeah. But three months after that information. She went and found Maryville. (laughs) (laughs) No, not exactly. She gets a phone call. Mm Mm-hmm. And the caller is a woman with a faint, weak voice, and she answers the call with, hello, mama. (gasps) And Gwen's like, who is this? And the caller replies, Holly. And so Gwen has, like, a recording device near her, and she starts recording the conversation. This girl is on it. Yeah. So she starts recording the conversation, and Gwen asks the caller, where are you? And Mm -hmm. the caller replies that she's in Ohio. And Gwen said that it kind of sounded like Holly was crying or something on the phone. Like she was very, you know, like weak sounding and kind of sobbing like it's Holly, you know? Yeah. But then right after that, like there's not much information given other than it's Holly. She sounds weak and she's in Ohio. And then the phone call ends. Oh, what? So Gwen's like, hold up. That was my daughter. And she busts out a map. I'm Uh sure it was her Thomas guide. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she searches Ohio and she finds that in Ohio there's a Marysville. <gasps> and what? furthermore, in Marysville, there's a hospital called Marymount. What the fuck? Right? And so then she was like, oh, I have caller ID because now it's like the 90s. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Oh, goddamn. And it. so we don't have that part. She didn't star 69 that shit. <laughs> Okay, so uh, she pulls out her fucking map and finds all this shit in Ohio. And so she's freaking out. And she's like, God damn it. The psychic was right. My daughter's alive. She's in Ohio. Like, I'm going to call this hospital and find the fuck out what happened to my daughter. Yeah. And so she calls, but the hospital will not confirm or deny if they've been treating Holly. Why? Because of patient confidentiality. Yeah, but that's her fucking family. Yeah, but you have to okay it. Like, when you go to the hospital, you have to fill out a form that says it's okay to, like, share this information with my family. What? I don't know how it works with a coma, though. I would think, like, your next of kin is obviously, like, meh. Yeah. Like, uh, excuse me, uh, lady in the coma, do you have an advanced directive? And who is... 
is your. Yeah, uh, she didn't sign it, so. Yeah, yeah, so we're just going to do what we feel like. Yeah. Uh, I need to know who your power of attorney is. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so Gwen's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to call the police and get them involved. Like, yeah. in Marysville. And so she calls the police, and she's like, yo, my daughter's been missing. She's at this hospital, I suspect, but they won't release her medical records or let me know if she's being treated there. I need your help. Yeah. And the police are like, we're really sorry, but because Holly is 21 years old, I can't force them, like over 21. Yeah. I can't force them to release her records. Okay, but like, like can, it's you, a law. can you go there and just be like, she's alive, right? Well, I guess they said no. God damn. So it was a dead end. What the fuck, man? Right? What are you supposed to do? I fucking don't know. Like, can you have literally anybody talk to someone that might or might not be her? Like, just fucking tell me. Is she alive or not? That's all I want to know. This reminds me of one time I was in a Planned Parenthood getting birth control because it was in a time where I didn't have health insurance and I was a youngin and didn't want to ask my parents to, like, take me to go get birth control. Mm-hmm. Um, you said youngin, like a young onion. I did. <laughs> young onion. Uh, I was waiting in the, in the what's it called? Waiting, waiting room? room? <laughs> the lobby? And I was waiting in that and this guy comes in and... Well, it's this guy and this girl, and they're sitting together, and then he's like, I got to go out the fucking car for some shit. And so he goes out to the car, and then she goes in the back, and then he comes back out into the waiting room, and he, like, talks to the lady at the desk, and he's like, yo, did my girl go back there? And she was like, I can't say if we're treating someone. Like, it's against the law. It's against HIPAA. Yeah. I can't say if we're treating someone. And he was like, she was in here a second ago. I just want to know if they called her back. And I'm like, bro, you're dumb. Of course she's back there. Yeah. did you see her leave the door, you know? Yeah, you were outside. Yeah, right? They probably called her back. Otherwise, she just grew some fucking Houdini shit. <laughs> yeah. Or did she? is she in the car? Like, it was. the guy was a dick. Yeah. And the lady was like, I'm sorry, I can't. But she was trying to hint, like, I'm sorry, I can't. But I didn't see her leave, you know? Yeah. Like, trying to be nice. Yeah. Trying and to be like, fucking everything else points to yes. Yeah. And this guy fucking lost his shit. There was a tiny little trash can next to him and he kicked it across oh. the waiting room and oh. like piles of trash went everywhere and he was fucking pissed. And you're just standing there staring the at the fucking TV that's playing something in Spanish that you can't understand <laughs> pretending that you didn't notice. <laughs> no, I was watching the whole thing unfold. I was eating my popcorn and I was like, oh, there wasn't even that much in the trash can. <laughs> Good try, bro. Kick it again. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so funny. And then he stormed out all pissed and i was like "Ooh, i bet he is not nice to her mm, yeah okay anyway well, in planned Parenthood, they always ask you like are you in a fucking abusive relationship she could be like oh do you mean with the guy that just kicked a trash can across the room <laughs> right no yeah, he's a little aggressive <laughs> yeah. oh my god i hope she got out of that that was wildly off topic, topic here <laughs> yeah but you know it fucking happens they deny yeah people information i, I mean, get it by law they have to yeah still i know right okay so the trail goes cold again. God damn. Gwen can't get a hold of anyone. Nothing's going on, right? Yeah. Years later, police get another hot tip. Ooh. And they were looking into Jack, the abusive boyfriend again, <sighs> because they find out that something interesting had happened shortly after the time, like after the last time that her parents saw Holly. Mm-hmm. So there's this owner of a Panzanita campground, which is located in Julian, California. Which is like an hour east of La Mesa. Yeah. And he said something interesting. He had this encounter with Jack back in 1995, and Holly was there, (sighs) and it was literally the last time that anybody had seen Holly. Like, in the timeline of where the fuck did Holly go? Yeah. This dude was the last one to see her 
with Jack. Okay. Okay, so the owner of the campground says that Jack and Holly were staying there with another friend who went by the name Humbly, like mm. a nickname, Humbly. Okay. And uh, Jack was causing a goddamn ruckus. Mm-hmm. I guess he was getting super drunk and being loud and starting fights and arguments with people and like disturbing the peace. And he was like waving his gun around and shit. Oh, he had a gun? Oh, he had a gun. Why did he have a gun? Right? Jack has got a gun. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what's his name? I was like, I don't <laughs> Why is she staring at me like that? Okay, so anyway, the campground owner comes out and he's like, yo, bro, you can't wave your fucking gun around and your cousin ruckus. You're going to have to leave. Yeah, you're making everybody real nervous. Yeah, we don't like that. Well, Jack didn't like that. And he pulled the gun on the campground owner and was like, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to kill you. Okay, like, that's how you get kicked out of a campground. Yeah, so yeah, he got threatened. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was uh, being a him little out. intimidating. Yeah, he's being a little bit of a dick back there. And so that's the last time anyone saw Holly was with Jack waving around a fucking gun, mm. being all belligerent. Mm-hmm. So the cops are like, yo, let's try to find this fucking humbly guy, right? Like, maybe he knows what the fuck happened. Yeah. Because now somebody was with them. Unfortunately, they were not successful in tracking him down, and it was yet another dead end. God damn. Now, I did read an article that said that they didn't get any, like, they talked to him and they didn't get anything. But mm. I don't know how true it was because a lot of the shit is coming off of, like, people writing shit on Reddit, you know? Yeah. So Gwen was still determined as ever to find out where her daughter went. And in July of 2002, Holly's story was shared on Unsolved Mysteries. <gasps> uh-huh. And then Gwen went on the Montel Williams show. Oh, love that show. <laughs> I do, too. Oh, my God. Especially what I'm about to say next, because Gwen spoke with the infamous psychic Sylvia Brown. Oh, shit. Those were my favorite ones to watch. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's also never right. <laughs> <laughs> but always entertaining. Entertaining. Very entertaining. She would always call everybody like sweetheart and honey. Oh, she's dead, honey. Oh, <laughs> like with her long ass nails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I loved that lady. I, listen, how do I know if it's true or not? It was just super entertaining to watch. True. Okay, so Sylvia told Gwen that Holly was still alive and that she was working as, an, as a stripper in an adult club in Hollywood. What a fucking way to find out, right? Yeah. I don't think I would believe that. Yeah, I don't know, though, because she was a dancer and she was pretty and, like, she always wanted to make it big in Hollywood. So she was like, oh, I'm just going to go out there and then have this day job for a while until yeah. I get my pay my rent SAG card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> OK, so Gwen's like, all right, I'm going to fucking print out a bunch of flyers again. And she goes down to Hollywood and goes into like every fucking nightclub asking about Holly if anybody's seen her if anybody knows where she's at yeah you know anything like that so as they pass out these flyers they would get a ton of tips like her body could be found buried on some backcountry road or some shit like that yeah like people would be like I know what happened to her this that and the other and every time they got a tip the family would follow through like before the police the family were the ones getting the tips and they'd like give everything to the police but they'd also go out there with shovels and dig random holes Searching for their loved one's body, oh like looking god. for Holly. That's awful. Oh my god, it's so sad. Also, I'm over here complaining about how exhausted I am. This poor mom. Oh, like a fucking nightmare, right? Ugh. Okay, well, the police even commented that they've never seen a family so involved in a case before. Really? Yeah, they were like, God damn, they were they turned into detectives. Yeah. So sadly, in 2003, at the age of 61, Gwen passed away from an aneurysm. Oh, son of a bitch. And she never knew what had happened to her daughter. (gasps) 
And I'm going to tell you what happened. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm not leaving you on the edge. Okay. I'm going to kind of tell you what happened. I was like, but does dad find out? Yeah, but like, who's here? Dad dies, too, eventually. Some bitch. Just so you know. Er, like, everyone in this fucking family dies. It's so sad. Okay, so as it turns Spoiler out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know much about it. I think I mentioned it at the end. But, like, siblings. She's got, like, a sister who passed away, too. But I don't know how or why. I meant, like, spoiler alert, Holly's dead. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like you could have figured that out, huh? I did. <laughs> All right. I'm still on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Holly wasn't actually a stripper, and she wasn't in a coma in a hospital bed. Uh-huh. It turns out, in 1996, just one year after Holly had vanished, skeletal remains were found off of Route 79 in Descanso, <gasps> California. Uh-huh. Which is, like, 20 minutes south of La Mesa. Yeah. So really fucking close. These remains were never identified for 10 fucking years. Why? So let me just get this straight. Holly goes missing. A year later, remains are found. A year after that, they were like, yo, we're going to try to look for Holly. Yeah. We have these remains <laughs> that nobody knows who they are. That Should we check into to that? a young-ish female? Exactly. Who maybe was carrying a fucking license, but probably not if they didn't identify her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's interesting you say that because they don't really describe much about the remains other than their skeletal. Okay. Okay, so in 2006, mm-hmm. this is when the police get Holly's dental records and they compare it to the remains and they realize like, oh, this is Holly. This whole oh. time we had Holly. Like her poor mom has been searching for her and going on Montel fucking Williams. Yeah. And getting Ten years fucking, later. Yeah. 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 Thinking her daughter was still alive and they found her a year after she went missing. Oh my God, that's awful. It's so awful. And the police determined that she was likely killed sometime in 1995. So that would have been around the time that she went missing. Yeah. So the whole time that the psychics were telling her that her daughter was alive. Yeah. Yeah. That they fucking got it all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like two of them got it very wrong. Well, and then who fucking called and was like, I'm in Ohio. Was it the first psychic being like, let me put some credence to this shit, right? Make that. But what about that phone call? Uh, How I do ask. up is this? Yes. Investigators uh-huh. were able to determine that the phone call was a Canadian teenager playing a prank and calling Gwen and pretending to be Holly. What a piece of shit. That is awful. I hope that person feels like absolute utter shit. Right? Right? Do they know who it is? Let's dox them. I Not don't really. Know. <laughs> okay, whoa. This escalated. Um, I don't know. They just said a Canadian teenager. And also, I wonder if that Canadian teenager did their own work and, like, looked up, like, oh, it is in Ohio. So I'm going to say I'm in Ohio. Like, yeah. whatever, Marysville. There's one in Ohio. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Oh, my God. I don't know. There are some theories that are, like, you know, on the internet. And they're like, well, that first psychic wasn't lying. Like, we know Sylvia Brown's a liar. <laughs> but that first one wasn't lying because maybe she did escape her boyfriend. Like, maybe she did get into an accident uh, yeah, all the way out in Ohio and then goes into a fucking coma or whatever, gets in the hospital there and then makes it all the way back to Descanso and then is like <laughs> killed, killed there. Yeah, just happenstance. Maybe. But also, OK, so like I was saying, the police never released like how what the cause of death was for her, uh-huh. like her remains, the state of her remains or anything other than skeletal. So like her whole family has no idea how she died or what's left of them. That's probably not. It's probably um, a gunshot. I'm guessing gunshot, right? Ooh. He was waving around a gun. I mean, yeah, that would that would pin it on him pretty well. But I yeah. was going to say that's probably not a bad thing. No. Yeah. Like to not know how they yeah, died. Just but, to know that they're dead. 
But I would be so frustrated, I don't know, just to have any kind of information, to not have any information for 10 years and to, to realize all this shit is sitting on someone's desk, you know? Yeah. At least tell me how she died. Yeah. Was it painful? Was it quick? Like, give me something. I guess I would want to know that too. Yeah. And I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? That was my sister, brother, mother, whatever it yeah, was. Tell like, me. Yeah, I deserve to know. I've been looking for them for fucking 10 years. Exactly. And this poor mom, she died before even knowing. Like, she died thinking that Holly was still alive. Well, maybe that's for the best. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she got to heaven and she was like, oh, shit, I was wrong all these years. Oh, hi, there you are. (laughs) Been looking for you everywhere. Where you been? Okay, so Holly's father and sister have also passed away, like I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And her brothers are still hoping for an arrest to be made in her case. (gasps) Because it's still fucking open, they changed it to missing, like, from missing persons to homicide where's jack at where the fuck is jack right i don't know but the brothers have been very vocal about how unhappy they are with how the police have handled her case and how the false leads sent them wasting their time and searching in the wrong direction yeah police never released the cause of death like i said to indicate how she died but they obviously had enough evidence to be suspicious because they changed it from missing person to homicide so yeah you know something bad happened Yeah, there. she wasn't just walking in the desert out there. Yeah, she didn't just, like, get lost, like, run away, get lost, and die out there. Yeah. So I'm guessing there's some evidence. Well, God fucking damn. So I went on a frenzy and was, like, Googling Jack Sutton of La Mesa, California, yeah. like, trying to find this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I don't have enough... Like fucking specialty tools to be able to do this. I just got so many ads that were like, click here to find now. And you know how it loads forever. And then it's like 3,200 police reports found. Mm, yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah pay $7. And you're like, well, I mean, I'm not trying to do a full background check. I was just hoping to find a fucking Facebook profile. But anybody who committed murder probably doesn't have one of those hanging out. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> like living in Ohio now. <laughs> Hope they don't find me. Check out my new gun. Got yeah. rid of the old one. Dumped it in this river. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if they've ever... Talk to Jack or, you know. They have to have. Yeah. Well, after the first time or if he just fucking up and disappeared. I'm sure if he committed a murder, he's in Mexico somewhere. Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, that takes an hour to get to from La Mesa. Yeah. Not even. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's if you have to wait at the border. To yeah. Yeah. To get across. Go. It's a busy day. <laughs> <laughs> I said across. I hate you. I hate me too. Well, goddamn. That's my goddamn story. I would hope that they'd talk to him again after. Even if he was cleared as a suspect, I'd still be like, okay, but listen, now it's a homicide, so maybe. Stay close. Yeah, do you know <laughs> anyone else that she might have been involved with? Yeah. Who's this humbly guy? Yeah. Like, all this other shit, right? Exactly. Mm. I don't know, though. Mm. But I want to mm. go down to the police station and pull fucking files. Like, I'm in. Can you just do that? Uh, I think you have to, like, sign your life away and pay, like, $20 a copy or some shit. Oh. But you can just look at them? First, and then, like, give them back. Yeah, like a library. Like, I'll just take a picture <laughs> with my phone. I don't know. That's what all the movies do. Oh. You just look at them. But probably not anymore. Yeah. It's probably, like, before Xerox machines. Yeah. When they were just all carbon copies. And they were like, but this is an original, so be gentle. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no oh. drinks in this room. You would think that it'd all be on fucking computer now anyway. I think you can get digital copies, but they still charge, like, fucking $20 a copy or some shit. Mm. And then your name's, like, on the the report forever as being, like, pulled Requesting out. Requesting a but, copy. Yeah, like, oh, who the fuck is this Stacy <laughs> girl? Oh, that'd be funny. Let's check her goddamn Google history. Background, yeah. <laughs> oh, please don't. Oh, please man. don't. Well, goddamn, Stace. Yeah. That was a doozy. Does it feel weird to not tell a story? It does. It's so weird. I'm like, okay, but now my turn now to relax. What? Now what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, is man. that really short? No. 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 Okay, listen. Then you guys are going to... See, really, we're helping you out because now you're just going to get more of our fucking jibber jabber jaw shit. Yeah. So if you really hate that part of the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're so sorry. Please stick with us. And obviously, you know, we're in it to win it because we've been here this long. But yeah, shit is just a little rough. And listen, at some point, we'll probably get back to doing two cases. I just want life. I, I enjoyed one night this week and it was fucking magical. Yeah. yeah. And that's all I want in my life. And yeah. now Stacy's going to get one. And yes. then oh, I might get another one. We don't know yet. We don't know. We don't <laughs> want to get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. But also, if we can get fucking picked up on recording to where, like, I don't know, maybe we're even like a week ahead instead of this, like, a day ahead shit. Yeah. It's really hard to edit that, like, yeah. soon. Then we'll get. We'll get back into the swing of things, but bear with us. Yes. And if you hate it and you can't stand it, check back in like two months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can shoot me an email and I'll let you know if we've changed it back yet. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've said this so many times. It has literally been like a month since I've replied to email. So I am deeply sorry. It has yeah. nothing to do with me not wanting to fucking talk to you. It's everything to do with every day of my life has been at a hospital. And then yeah. now that my dad has passed away, it's dealing with like the after shit. And it's yeah. a lot. Which nobody fucking really talks about afterward. No, They're it's like, so much work. Yeah. It's like, so all right, much you're work. Done, and you're like, okay, cool. But I have to have a fucking party during a pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm literally planning a fucking party during the pandemic. We haven't even had his services yet. So I'm still working on that. Like, what are we going to bury him in? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, who Does can't? he have a suit? Get yeah. Fucking Hawaiian Put a shirt. Shirt Unbutton that bitch. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then, like, when you go there, too, this is super morbid, but, I mean, listen to the podcast. So, yeah. Uh, when you go there, too, they're like, um, should we shave him? And I'm like, I get. I mean, he's usually a clean-shaven dude, so sure. But it's going to be a closed casket. Like, I literally have no idea what you're doing in there. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you don't have to, like, gussy him up or anything. It's I mean, going to be closed. But then you feel disrespectful being like, I mean, if you want to. <laughs> Like, yeah, I right. don't know. Like, just put them in the box. <laughs> yeah. This really fucking expensive box. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. My dad has given me permission to just be like, you got a cardboard box? Like, yeah. one of the big Amazon ones? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, I don't that. care. Plain, like, I, have a, I bought a refrigerator recently. Can we use that one? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh, my dad's God. like, do not do anything. The Navy will take care of it and just fucking a pine box, like plywood. <laughs> they do take care of it, but you still have to pick it out. And you still have to... You Okay. Fucking lesson learned here. Yeah. So my the Navy takes care of my dad's shit. He's gonna get like full honors, everything. Like Which twenty-one is guns. Fucking salute. awesome. And I'm, I'm super excited. excited to see it. <laughs> I'm gonna ball my eyes out, but it's oh yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So they do take care of it, but you have to either pay for it up front. Oh. Or you can use this fucking like interim service where they're like, We'll pay for it for you, but we're gonna like charge you five percent. And then when the insurance cash is out then you'll just pay us back plus 5%. And you're like, all right, it's insurance money, whatever. But it's just a fucking scam, man. Like To get the 5%. Yeah, yeah. it's like a bank loaning you money in your time of grief, but they're like, but you're going to give me a lot more money for doing that. Yeah. And you're like, I don't fucking care. Whatever, man. Yeah. I picked the shit. I don't want to do this anymore. God (laughs) damn. Yeah, it's crazy. That sucks. I know. Ugh. Learning a lot, though, and I'm like telling Lee, I'm like, yo, we got to put together advanced directives because like, I don't know what you want. Yeah. You have to be on a fucking ventilator. What do you want that? Yeah. Or do you want me to just like pull the plug right away? Yeah. Is that what you want? Literally. (laughs) My uh, mother-in-law was like, 
so do you guys have a will? And I was like, I mean, if I'm being attacked by someone, I'll just like scribble some shit on a piece of paper real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, hold on. Trying to make a joke out of it because that's my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> no, you should really have one of those. Yeah. Who knew, right? Yeah. yeah. And then also like, it'd be really nice of you. Did you know you can go like plan all this shit for your family? Like you can go to a mortuary, pick one, pick your casket, pick everything like, and this is what I want handed out. And this is the music I want you to play. And this is how I want it to go. And I want to have a fucking motor brigade or whatever the fuck they're called to take wow. me to that place like you can do all that and then you can pay for it now like monthly payments of a hundred dollars wow. and then everything's covered and when you die if they're not in business anymore they'll transfer your services to other people you know like really yeah it's a whole thing so i'm telling Lee, i'm like yo this place is really nice let's fucking be presented there when we're dead yeah and do it so our kids don't have to worry about that because it's not to say my dad wasn't prepared he was very prepared he had everything laid out how he wanted it like i want the full honors whatever yeah yeah but you still have to like arrange it then. Yeah, but I still had to pick a mortuary and I had to pick not just me. Obviously, my yeah. family is involved, but still, it's just like, it's insane. It's, yeah, it's so much. And I'm like, I didn't know you could do all that. That's so cool. Like, I want to do that for the kids. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Because and also, if you pay for that shit now, you won't even have to worry about it later. Exactly. And also, also... It's crazy. If you die in the hospital, like the next day they're calling you and they're like, where do you want the body? And you're like, I just got home like four hours ago Yeah, from being like, next to him as he died. Can I have a hot minute? Can you put it in the morgue for like, yeah. I don't know, 42 hours? Is he on ice? 42. I hope so. I was going to go with 72 and 48 at the same time. <laughs> 42. 42 sounds like a good medium. It's not even in the between times. God damn it. Let's compromise here. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. they're really nice about it. They're not like, well, you got to get rid of them. But you only have five days. That's five days to pick shit while you are experiencing the saddest moment of your life yeah anyway i know this is really fucking not exciting talk but fucking psa everybody do some shit for your family and you know yeah get ready to die get ready to die it's <laughs> happening to everybody <laughs> it's inevitable yeah the only two things you can count on are death and taxes right that's right all right you fucking old lady i know listen <laughs> i'm just channeling our dads dude i legit was having this like deep fucking out-of-body experience where i was doing the like philosophical like oh, you can always count on change in life. Like nothing will ever be the same. Oh God. Everything that it is this year will be totally different next year. Like, you know, most of my life has just been like this nice little bubble of like, and I do these things and yeah. I do these things. And these are the people that I'm around. Yeah. And then the last like fucking year has just been a fucking shit show. Yeah. And I'm like, everything changes every day. Today, I think everything's finally okay. And then tomorrow, I'm sure my house will catch on fire or something. No, you're going to have floors. I'm so excited for floors. <laughs> So then that'll be a good change. See? Way, yeah. to, way to bring me back up. I know. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. So, you know, thanks for the sympathies <laughs> and understanding yep. us. I pulled out the big guns so that you would understand how serious this really is. Yeah. Uh, and why we're making the change to the podcast. And don't hate us. If you hate us, let us know gently. Yeah. And we'll let you know when we're back to the regular schedule. Yeah. Be gentle. Send us an email before you give us like a horrible review saying that you hate us and the new setup. Just send us an email and be like, I don't appreciate that. And then we'll email you back and be like, give us like two weeks, man. Yeah, I just want a day off. Yeah. I'm so tired. My dad died. <laughs> also, if you send an email, can you title it like, I love the show, but Ooh. dot, dot, dot. And then I'll be all nervous. I know, right? <laughs> I hate the buts. Every time. 
time you're like, oh, we got a new review, my like stomach drops. I'm like, fuck. I know. What did they say? And then it's like, I love it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'll take I, it. I can handle that. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. So if you want to check out pictures pertaining to our case, just, just mine. one. It's <laughs> <laughs> just one case. Just my case, which I probably only have like one picture, and that's of Holly. <laughs> so Aww. you want to check out that one picture. <laughs> well, you can just put a picture of Holly, too. Like, literal Holly. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so dumb. <laughs> I uh, know. Okay. Well, anyway, if you want to check out Holly's face, come to our website, iwishdpodcast.com. Uh, also, you'll find links to our Patreon and our merch. We're still doing Patreon, and we just published one yesterday. So yep. go check it out. It was a fucking long-ass one, too. It was a fucking like long-ass one. an hour and a half. Yeah. Nine pages of research I did. During yeah. my father's death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a goddamn yeah, like, I idiot. just need to think about something else for a minute. Let me think about this person's death instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Yeah, so if this episode ends up being uh, less than your usual quantity, then go check out Patreon. There's yeah. some other fucking ones up there. It's only a dollar and you get access to all the other shit. And I'm pretty sure that was like episode 15. I've been saying that for a while, but I'm pretty sure it was 15 or 16. I don't know, somewhere um, around there. That's so many hours of listening pleasure. Yeah, for a dollar. lot of them. I was just thinking, I labeled it at 93. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it's not that. God damn it. I'll have to change that. That's so funny you did. And you didn't even say anything. You're just like, yeah, final. it's 93. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> so so I don't know. even know if this one's 94. This one's got to be 93 then. I wrote 94. But I think my it's notes. 93. I don't fucking know. Listen, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's this all the time. We're in a fucking whirlwind of shit right now. Uh, love us. Okay, but also, Please. we are on social media at ISGD Podcast. We are on emails, like normal people, <laughs> at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, fucking email us your hate mail before you... Send it out to the world so that we can, I don't know, change it back real quick or something. Yeah. Because I don't want you to leave. We love yeah. you. Don't leave us. Yeah. We'll change it back just for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, fuck it. I don't need a night off. Yeah, it's fine. I'm fine. Oh, God. Okay. okay. So. Longest outro of our life, huh? Yeah. Also, uh, you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Leave mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. nice reviews. Please. <laughs> uh, Please give us those stars and yeah. tell your friends about us. And you can subscribe and stuff and do all the things. And we appreciate the fuck out of you. So hard. Bye. Bye.